Hi friends, welcome, 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 welcome. Okay, this is the topic that I think is going to be one of, probably my hardest topic to talk about so far. I take that back. It's not really that hard to talk about, but it's hard to, to embody. That's what it is. It's really easy to talk about when it comes to actually doing it. It can be a little bit um daunting, to say the least, and that is being alone. If I told you, don't date anyone for three years, you're going to be alone for the next three years, going to be single. No one giving you back massages, no one kissing your toes, no one telling you, no one, no one telling you that you're the best girlfriend slash boyfriend, none, none of that. You're going to be alone for the next three years. How, how do you take that information? Does that information scare you a little bit? Because to me, that information initially makes me be like, what? what? I'm going to be alone? Al me? Alone? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? A lot of people are scared to be alone. It is scary. And for good reason. For good reason. If we go back to the evolutionary uh, evolutionary standpoint, if we're hunter and gatherers, even, even when we started farming and all that type of stuff, if you were okay with being alone, you would not be with the pack. You would not be with the pack. You know, humans are social creatures. We are social, social, social creatures. So being alone is, is scary, especially now when most of... Most of our social interaction is through social media, right? A lot of our social interaction is through social media, especially when COVID happened. That made it so that a lot of our communication is through social media. So we're kind of more alone now more than ever, especially my generation. We don't have, you know, uh, diners and stuff just bustling with people our age to go and converse with. You know what I'm saying? And I've noticed that a lot of people, a lot of people want the companionship of, of a partnership. Um, we need companionship. We're lacking in companionship, in brotherhood, sisterhood, right? And I, I think a part of the reason why people are scared to be alone in a relationship sense is because it's like, with a relationship, that person is supposed to be guaranteed to make sure you're not alone, guaranteed to have a companion, like I said. Unfortunately, if you're watching this, okay, if you felt called to this, you know that's not really how it goes, Okay. <laughs> Um, when it comes to relationships of all different types, unfortunately, there is no guarantee that that relationship is going to bring you the companionship you're looking for. No guarantee that relationship is going to bring you the love that you're searching for. No guarantee that relationship is going to bring you the validation that you're looking for, right? And that can be really hard to wrap through your head, okay? And like, <laughs> really hard to wrap through your head. Um, where does this come from? Like I said, a lot of it has to do with the way our society is set up now, why we're so alone. But you know what? This may not even be a generational thing or not as much as we think it is. I think a lot of times, like, I'm Gen Z, right? I'm an adult, but I'm Gen Z, okay? And one thing that we like to do is say, this generation this or this generation that. When in reality, the only difference with a lot of things is that we just have social media, so we're seeing this stuff. It's been going on for a while. People been lonely. Okay, people been doing uh, a lot of this stuff. However, now that we have social media, we can see just to the extent that this stuff is. So, a lot of people are scared to be alone. Why is this? I, a big, like I said, a, a big reason of this is how you grew up. Your attachment style starts as a baby, right? So, let's say you had a mother... And whenever you were crying, she just left you in a room. She just left you in a room. Um, 
let's say in, in, in my example, okay, I was getting taught how to ride a bike. I was probably about four years old. She took the training wheels off, right? Okay, let's go. We went to the park and I was struggling. I was crying. I was like, mom, I don't want to ride my bike back. I just want to walk. This woman left me at the park. She said, okay, bye. And, and left me. I don't think it was out of any ill intention. It was just out of the thought that you could do it alone. You can do it alone. You don't need me, you know? Um, and you might have seen like a viral video where the kid, the mom like left the kid at the zoo and was recording um, to try to teach him a lesson. So I say that to say those little things that happened during your childhood that seem like such a really, really small thing, but you somehow remember them in your head, or maybe you don't because again, you were a baby. Those little things can cause attachment issues. So in these cases that I just said, that was abandonment. So guess who has abandonment wounds? Me, <laughs> me, you know, and that was something that I'm still navigating to this day. Um, so when it comes to attachment, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of attachment theory, and that is that there's three types of attachment, anxious attachment, um, avoidant attachment, and secure attachment styles, right? Um, there's been some discourse about the theory, but I don't know. I think it holds up pretty well. Obviously, it's not black and white. There's not just three categories. However, they definitely give an archetype, you know, and at the root of all of, of, of the avoidant and the anxious attachment styles, at the root of it is something happened to you where you were left alone, you weren't giving the right nourishment, the right nurturing as a kid, and that stems to your adult life. And that, along with trauma, can cause some things like CPTSD, BPD, NPD. A lot of these personality disorders and mental disorders stem from childhood and trauma and get reinforced and reinforced because when you have that attachment style, whatever attachment style you had with your parents, your caregivers, or whoever was a a figure at a young age that starts to bleed into your relationships as an adult. So I would attract people that I was scared they were going to abandon me and then they did. Or I was just kept in these cycles of, whoa, like I just keep getting abandoned. What the fuck? Or, whoa, I keep pushing people away. I keep pushing people away. Think like that. And um, once I got over me pushing people away, then it turned to the people that were here. They pushed me away. And I'm like, yo, what, what the hell? Okay, thanks. And again, this goes back to attachment. And when it comes to these attachment wounds as a kid, they can manifest in different ways. Sometimes they can manifest just as attachment wounds in relationships with others, um, daddy issues, mommy issues. But then they can also be a part of a bigger picture, like complex PTSD, borderline personality disorder, um, comp... Oh, oh I already said that. <laughs> Um, so a lot of these things come from not only attachment, but a lack of self because your sense of self is, it starts as, as soon as you're born, as soon as you're born is when your sense of self starts to form. So if there is any wounds that were made back then, they're scars now, and they show up in relationships as pushing people away. They show up in relationships as clinging on to people, codependency, these are all, these are all caused by attachments, issues, issues with self. Therefore, 
if you struggle with these things, which is not your fault, but it's your responsibility to heal. If you're struggling with these things, then it's extremely important to know how to be alone. Extremely important to know how to be alone. So if you would have asked me three years ago who I was as a person and asked me to explain myself, I would not have been able to tell you much. My entire sense of self was based on what I did and what others said about me, especially my mother, right? So I had a terrible sense of self because my mom would tell me who I was. She would tell me um, things about me based off her projection of me. Therefore, my entire sense of self, I would have told you I'm a terrible person. I'm not creative at all. I don't have any interests or hobbies or I would have brought up me being in band or I would have brought up me being in cross country. That was my entire personality because my personality was taken from I didn't have my own personality, you know? And that made being alone with myself hard because at the end of the day, when I'm alone in my bed at night, whose thoughts am I left with? Me. I'm left with my thoughts. There's nobody there to tell me anything about myself. And once I moved out of my mom's house and I lived alone, right? There, there's nobody here. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that so I don't get kidnapped. I do. I have a bodyguard here, by the way. Yeah, I'm standing by the door at all the time. So don't try anything, anybody. But <laughs> yeah, um, being being alone with yourself when you don't know how to be alone with yourself is scary. All right. Um, I asked some people on Instagram what their experience was with being alone. And let me read them for you. Alrighty, and then I'm going to be looking at my computer over here if you're watching the video version of this. So we have our first person. They said, at first it felt like um, I was dying. Then it got to a point where I just became at peace with being alone. And I love this quote because it's really honest. You know, it's not the easiest thing to just be, hey, I'm going to be alone. Um, and I really, I really appreciate their honesty because... A lot of the times we'll tell people, you just have to learn how to be alone. We don't address how scary that is, especially for people that do have these personality disorders or these attachment wounds. It's very scary to be alone, as it should be, because, like I said again, it's an evolutionary advantage to not want to be alone, right? But in this society, we, we're, we're, not, we're not hunters and gatherers anymore, you know what I'm saying? We have a little bit more complexity to the way we live. <clears throat> when you're scared to be alone, you'll do anything to not be alone. It's a basic human behavior, like I said, but this is not good. It is not good to ever be in a position where you would do anything to not be alone. When that happens, that is how we end up and stay and go back to abusive relationships, situationships, or just relationships where the person has expressed verbally, physically, body language that they don't fuck with you. They, they, on whatever level, whether they want to <clears throat> you, but don't fuck with you on an actual level whether they've told you they do but you can tell in their body language they don't when you're so desperate to be with somebody you're gonna push that to the side oh you you have two kids and, and three baby mamas oh that's okay that's okay i love you i love you come on come on and the reason i make these videos is because it's time for us to take accountability okay the, we, we have to in, in order to take accountability we have to go to the root of why these things are happening you know and I, I really just want to make the this transition um, into being your own self easier because, you know, it's it's not easy. Um, and when I was healing and I had someone tell me, like, 
I can't help you heal. And I was like, what are you talking about? But they're completely right. Nobody can, can heal for you. They can point you in directions. They can plant seeds in you like I do. But I can't force you to heal. I can't force you to want better for yourself. Right? And just so you know, with these podcasts, if you're not ready to hear them, if you're not ready to hear what I'm saying, then it 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 you might have to come back and revisit this. <laughs> okay, um, when you're really, really desperate for companionship, you will do anything to keep that companionship. And that's not okay. It's it's not. It's not. We have to move past it to grow. And if not, you're going to keep learning the same lessons until you're like beat down. I think I said this in a previous episode. You're going to keep getting the same lessons over and over until you're beat down to the point where you're like, okay, let me go re-listen to that podcast episode. Cause she low-key was right. Because I am. I am. Okay, this is all from experience, y'all. Okay. <laughs> So, um, that brings me to my next point. If you keep ending up, if you keep ending up with shitty men and women in your relationships, if you keep attracting these fuck-ass niggas, if you keep attracting these fuck-ass bitches, but you keep going back to relationships over and over and over and over again, stop. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to hear it. No. Stop it and be alone. Be alone, for God's sake. And this is this is one that's kind of iffy because, you know, there is the sentiment that there are a lot of fuck-ass men out here, okay? And I'm speaking from my perspective. There's a lot of fuck-ass men out here. There's a lot of fuck-ass women out here. They're unhealed. They're doing their own thing. They may be narcissists. They may just be out of touch, you know? But who's telling you to entertain them? Ooh. Who's telling you to entertain them? Who's telling you to keep taking them back? If those are the only men or women that you're attracting, then there's something inside of you. There's some unhealed part of you that's attracting these people. And my theory <laughs> is that that unhealed part of you is attracting those people so that you can you can see them and be like, hmm, there's something I need to heal. There's something I need to heal inside of me for sure so that you're aware of it, right? We can't heal without knowing what we need to heal. So when you attract the man that is 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 just uh doesn't care about you but you keep on going back to him and you keep finding you keep finding that you just want his attention so bad now you're like oh maybe this wasn't about me winning a relationship maybe it was about me wanting someone to validate me because I can't do it for myself so um that brings me to my next point that a lot of people want company but they don't want a relationship a relationship is the action it's the growth of you and that person together it is not them doing things for you, doing everything for you. It's not them doing the emotional work for you. It's not them reading your mind. That's that's not what a relationship is, okay? And, and when you don't have a relationship with yourself, you expect other people to do these relationship things for you when the only relationship that should be doing that is the relationship with you. Your relationship with yourself is more important than any relationship you will ever have. I'm talking about your dog, your mommy, your dad, your boyfriend, your girlfriend your kid. Nothing is more important than your relationship with yourself because as soon as you don't have a relationship with yourself, you will abandon yourself like that to be with somebody else, to hear what somebody else has to say, to let them tell you who you are. If you don't have a sense of self, you're so vulnerable to so many things. And this goes along with my last podcast video with the re-victimization. If you don't know self, you're going to keep going into, into victim situations over and over and over again because you don't know yourself. 
And honestly, that's why I have such a big issue with the videos that keep going viral and the posts that keep going viral that are like, oh, I'm going to go back to the situation shit, even though I just told my friends I hate him and all this type of stuff. It's, it's not a cute thing to be proud of. I'm giving you tough love here. This is not going to be, this is not going to be sugarcoated. It is not cute to continue to go back to someone that does not care about you. That says everything about you and little about them. Unfortunately, people can be predatory like they will take advantage of you if you let them. Like I said in my previous episode, therefore, it's our responsibility to heal so we don't end up in these situations. You keep going back to your friend, telling them how terrible this man is, this woman is, and then you go back. That says a lot about where you are in your healing journey. And if you're doing that, it's not a, it's not a blame or shame game. It's a let me get my shit together game so that this doesn't keep on happening. Okay? So when you're not okay with yourself, when you don't know thyself, you're going to attract people that aren't right for yourself because how could you attract someone that is the perfect compliment for you as a person when you don't know who you are as a person? That's why you don't attract the right people. That's exactly why. So they might bother you. They might irritate you. Something will feel off about them, but you can't, you can't put your words to it. You know what I'm saying? They, you can't put your words to it because you don't know what you as a person deserve and want and desire out of other people because you don't even know what you want in yourself right and that is such a dangerous place to be in that's why i don't like the glamorization of us not knowing who we are i don't like it i don't like it I, <laughs> it, it 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 makes me upset because it's not just us adults that are seeing this we have 11 year olds on the internet 11-year-old girls watching this stuff about situationships and going to men that don't care about you and going to men that are subpar, but we're falling for them anyway because he's cute and a golden retriever type or whatever. We have to realize that there's consequences to how we act. We can't just go around saying, oh, I'm so tired of these men and then keep going to these men. And sometimes it, they won't even seem like the type of man you were talking about at first, but then you'll realize it in the relationship because you still haven't done enough healing within yourself. That's why you can't go from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship. Whenever I hear that someone goes relationship to relationship over and over and over again, whether it's real relationship to real relationship or from man to man to man with situationships and hookups and all that type of stuff, I know there's some part of you that needs healing because you have not been alone long enough with yourself after each of these things to figure out why it went wrong, what you didn't like from it, what you did like from it, etc. So that brings me to my next point. How do we be okay with being alone? The first thing is you have to be alone. <laughs> whether the universe isolates you from people and takes people out your life for you or whether you choose to do it you have to be alone you can't want to be alone but then you still have this man in your life you that that isn't bringing anything for you that is taking you out of where you need to be in your headspace to heal but you're keeping him around because you want that companionship while you're doing it doesn't work like that unfortunately and um if you believe in a god or a higher power or the most high a lot of the times the universe will remove people from your life so you can't be isolated. And when that happens, that is for a reason. You need to embrace the times that you're alone. All right, periods of isolation don't happen forever. It's not going to last forever, of course. You know what I'm saying? It's happening because it's the universe's plan. It's God's plan. It's the Most High's plan. It's your plan, right? And so when you are alone and this happens... Don't go out and search for people to make you not be alone anymore. That's that's part of the issue that we're trying to heal, right? You need to learn everything you can from yourself 
Because that's the person that's going to be with you to the day you die. Your mom's not going to be there with you. Your partner's not going to be there with you through every single day. Your kids aren't going to be there with you through every single day. You have to learn how to be okay with yourself. So that's what we're going to get into next. So for me, um, I started my self-discovery journey officially um, maybe about probably when I moved out. When I moved out. And when I first moved out of my mom's house, I didn't know much. You know, I just left an abusive house. So I was just doing anything and everything. I hated being alone. You know, I had roommates at first and then that was during my summer classes. So in the break right between summer classes and real college starting, I was in my own dorm. There was nobody else on campus and I was literally alone for two weeks straight. And I was bored out of my mind. And I was so bored that I was reaching out to people that I didn't even care about, that I didn't even want in my life to come, like, hang out with me, um, come, come over. It didn't lead to good things. That, that, that desperation of wanting someone with you never leads to good things, ever. So for me, self-discovery, um, personally, it was just being okay with being being by myself. And one thing that I noticed was hard for me with myself was looking at myself in the mirror, right? So I'd look at myself. I'm looking at a reflection in the window right now. So that's the closest thing I have. So I'd be looking in the mirror and I wouldn't even want to make eye contact with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm brushing my teeth. I'm washing my face. But then I make eye contact. I just want to look away. I just wanted to look away. Talking to myself out loud like, okay, I what are you going to do today? Mm -mm, couldn't do it. It was too cringe. Writing in my journal, couldn't do it. It was too cringe. Like, who am I writing for? Ugh, ugh. I, literally, that's how my brain was working. Like, I didn't want it to have anything to do with myself. I always wanted my friends over so I wouldn't have to be alone. Whenever I'd be hanging out with my friends um, and I would be depressed or anxious and I'd go with my friends, my big friend group that I had for my freshman year of college. And then when it was time for everyone to go back to their dorms, I would be alone. I would cry, y'all. I would just cry. I hated being alone with myself. Um, and like, I'm so passionate about this because it's so dangerous to be in that mindset. It's so dangerous because people will take advantage of that. They absolutely will. So for me, it kind of started with looking in the mirror, looking at myself and making eye contact with myself. That's all I could do at first was just make eye contact. Mm, mm. Like, yeah, it was it was real uncomfortable at first. And there was one day where I was a little bit hot, okay? I was a little bit hot, and I was looking in the mirror, and I just had, like, this really big stare down with myself. I was just looking at myself, and I said, I was like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What's up? And that was so scary because it, it, it was like, whoa, I just talked to me, if that makes sense. So when I look at other people, I can look into their eyes and I can, like, I can look into people's eyes, okay? And I can, I can read them. And I was looking into my eyes in the mirror like I was another person. And I was like, whoa, I can read you, which, of course, because it's myself. But I saw myself in a way that I never had before, like, this is this is my avatar like my body is my avatar but me myself is in it and that was such a huge wake-up point for me I was like wow okay then it started with me making videos for myself so if you follow me on socials or specifically Instagram I post on my Instagram story a lot especially if you're in my close friends I make a lot of like videos with myself talking a lot I love to speak Ugh. Um, <laughs> loving my life. <laughs> um, and so I remember one day 
mind you, this was a couple months ago. I was recording something for my story and talking, then deleting it and talking, and then no, I'm not going to post it. And then I thought, I think I like talking to myself more than I like actually posting it. And that was such a huge thing for me because, like I said before, I was not okay with talking to myself. It was really cringe for me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the self-affirmations, look in the mirror. Like, that was just disgusting to me. Like, ew. And so I would record myself, and it would be things like talking about whoever I was messing with at the time. Like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this person. I, I kind of think that they're not good for me. All these types of thoughts that I wouldn't have ever said out loud because they're just racing through my brain, just kind of passing me by and knocking my head all over and, you know, got to get out your head. That is a beautiful way to get out of your head and, and talk to yourself. And talking to yourself is so powerful. If you can't look at yourself in the mirror yet, if you can't do these affirmation exercises, my first thing would to just say to make videos of yourself, okay? Just look. I would, I would look in the mirror like this, and I'd be like, okay, good morning. I'm going to go and make an omelet today. Oh, crap. I don't have salsa. That's cool. Dang, I don't have salsa. Dang, that's okay. I'm talking the most dumbest, <laughs> the most dumbest things. Go ahead, make videos about it, and don't post them. Keep them in your Snapchat, keep them in your Google Drive, and just continue to talk to yourself. And you're going to find it's it's going to be a lot easier to talk to yourself in real life and then eventually look at yourself in the mirror and speak. Another aspect of self-discovery is doing things while being alone, right? So a lot of people, they when, when they think of being alone, they think of being in the house all day, doing nothing, talking to nobody. Baby, me? Oh, I'm going to go out, I'm going to climb a tree, I'm going to go find some cool uh, nature trail, take some pictures, climb some rocks. Even on the days that I'm inside, I'm cooking something, I'm putting together some art, I'm making jewelry, I'm finding, I, I have things that I like to do. And when you have um, a history of not being alone, there's a great chance that you don't have hobbies, <laughs> you don't have things that you can do alone. So um, it's a great idea. To find things you can do alone. Find things you love to do. Maybe you like to do your makeup. Maybe you like to get dressed up. Maybe you like to do your hair. Maybe you like to paint your nails. Maybe you like to make TikTok videos. Maybe you like to create a podcast. Create a YouTube channel. Maybe you... There's so many things that when you're not surrounded by other people all the time that you can do for yourself. And that way, if an apocalypse ever comes and everyone on this earth dies but me, the last days of earth... The last days on this earth... It's gonna be a ball okay because I know that I could do things with myself <laughs> even though that would probably be scary I'd probably cry I've had nightmares about that actually waking up and everyone's gone I wonder if that's an abandonment issue I don't, I don't know hmm, discovering stuff <laughs> so for me um, self, my self-discovery journey looked like having adventures with myself, having silent days where I don't even listen to music because I'd like to hear my thoughts and talk through my thoughts um, looking at myself in the mirror and the eyes, talking to myself out loud and not just in my head, that helped me develop a relationship with myself to the point where I'll walk past the mirror and I'll be like, hey girl, what's up? <laughs> and that would have been so cringe from before, but like now I can, I, I, I'll be out in public and I'm like, I can't wait to get home. I can't wait to get home so I can talk to myself, you know? <laughs> like it's so cool now that I can do it because I never could before. And I know for some people it comes, or some people it comes natural. For me, it didn't. That's why I'm, that's why I'm giving y'all the how-to steps, okay? And when I started to make these videos to myself and get a relationship with myself, I realized what I like and what I don't like.
And specifically when it comes to relationships, I was I didn't know what I liked and didn't like because I was never alone. I was never alone. I was going off of what other people told me because I didn't have a sense of self. I was going off of I was going off of whoever I was with at the time. You know? And the crazy thing is, y'all, I've only been in three relationships in my entire life since I was 14. And still have barely been alone because I was surrounding myself with, with, with people to fill the void. Okay, so it doesn't always have to be these uh, romantic relationships. It really can be relationships in general. When you have those people, when you have the relationship for the sake of filling a void of companionship, yeah, you don't really have a sense of self. So for me, finding out what I did and didn't like was a huge thing. And when it came to romantic relationships, I realized, like, these things I was settling for before, I didn't really like those aspects of that person. I was just settling so that I'd have someone with me, <laughs> okay? So I would talk to these dudes that had multiple kids. Y'all, I'm not even in my 20s yet. What? Why am I talking to these men? Now, if that were to happen, if I'm talking to a dude and he tells he has kids, I don't like it. Uh-uh. I don't care how, I don't care how much... I don't care how cute you are. I don't care how much money you make. If you have kids for me, myself, myself does not like that. Ayomide does not like that. Ayomide doesn't like men that talk to women a certain type of way. If I look on your Facebook and I see that, you say, ah, oh, female bitches, ah, 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 ah. But before when I saw that, I let it slide because I wanted someone with me. You see where I'm going with here? So these behaviors that you keep on settling for and going back for, it may not be because you like them. It may not be that you like to get cheated on. It may not be that you like to get lied to. It's that you're settling for it and you're allowing it to happen because you don't want, <laughs> you don't want, you don't want to lose them. You want to keep them close. Oh, please. I need somebody with me. Nah, cut that out for the birds. 2024, we're upgrading ourselves. Okay. So once you know who you are as a person, you have these hobbies, you have things going for yourself. You know what you like and don't like. When somebody comes along and they're not aligned with you, because you now are aligned with yourself, you're immediately going to be like, no. So right now, there's, I, trust me, there's a, there's a lot of fuck niggas out here. A lot of them, especially in my city, probably everywhere. Are they a problem to me? No. Because I don't entertain them. What? That was the biggest thing for me. I had a wake up call. Because I'm dealing with these, this man. And every time he comes over, every time I talk to him, like, my brain would just hurt. I'm like, bro, I'm so tired of you. Like, I low-key can't stand you. But then he'd come around, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, this isn't so bad. And yada, 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 Girl. Girl, no. Girl, no. I didn't like being around him. I didn't like being around him at all. And it took me aligning with myself to realize that. I don't like being around you. I don't like you. I don't <laughs> and, like, uh, when you go on this journey you're going to realize that a lot of these things that you thought you did like or things that you tolerated you're not going to have any toleration for them any at all so trust me if if the same man or man similar to that were to come to my life right now ayo can i take you out to dinner absolutely not absolutely no mm -mm. Mm -mm. or even for example i know who i am i know my value and my worth as a person so a man asked me to link up with him absolutely not i don't like i don't like you know why because i know myself and myself deserves better than a link absolutely not mm -mm. because we all know what link really means a link don't mean a date i am a take me out on a date type girl i'm not a let's come over and smoke at 10 p.m type girl no and you probably aren't either so why are you settling for that okay that's the point that i'm trying to make 
you gotta know who you are as a person or else you're going to attract people that don't know who you are as a person. They're not gonna know who you are because you're fitting yourself into a mold of whatever, whether that's someone that's okay with, it's okay with her. I, I don't care that my boyfriend talks to other girls. Yes, you do. You just don't want to lose him. Come on. We got to be honest with ourselves. Okay? So my other person that I asked the question, they responded, being alone was the best thing ever. Gave him more self-awareness and more awareness of reality. Summed up. Basically summed up. Period. Point blank. Okay? So I'll say it again. If you keep attracting these shitty people, look within. There is a common denominator. You may not be turning these people shitty. That's very likely not what it is. It really could be that you're just settling for these people. A nigga can't play you if you never settled for him. If you never entertained him. He can't do nothing. It don't matter how much of a cheater he is. How much of a misogynist he is. If you don't tolerate him, then there's nothing to tolerate. So before you go ahead and get into the next relationship because... This man didn't make the cuts. Now you got to go fill his void with somebody else. Before you go ahead and do that, you should work to a point where the thought of anybody coming in that is not healed enough, that does not have their own stuff figured out enough to a point that brings you down, if they fit that description, then you shouldn't even give them the time of day. You should not give them the time of day. You should be at a point where you know yourself so well, you value yourself so well, that you would never disrespect yourself by going below yourself. This doesn't have to do with financial income. This doesn't have to do with what a person brings to the table physically. This has to do with mentally, spiritually. What do they do for you? What do they bring for you? And that goes both ways. This isn't a gender war. Please, oh my God, please don't make this into a gender war thing. No. This goes for every single being on the motherfucking planet. You are amazing. You have things going for yourself and you're alone. Why would you want somebody to come in and distract you from that and make you forget who you are? Have them break your heart. Have someone break your heart. That should have never been had access to your heart in the first place. Them's is, that, that, that's the type of heartbreak that hurts you the most. When that person not even on your level. Like, wait a minute. Why'd I even let you in? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So that's why we need to get to the point where we have this relationship with ourselves. I heard a quote that said, everything you're doing to distract yourself from yourself is just bringing you right back to yourself. Okay? So you can go ahead and ignore this. But it's going to circle right back and you're going to have to face the same thing over and over until you learn your lesson. And that's okay. This is life. Lessons and full experience. You're experiencing it. What else can you do? Okay, this time I'm not going to do a rhyme, but I do have some affirmations for you guys. And I'm going to pause so y'all can repeat it after me. And if this makes you uncomfortable, then that's the whole point of this video. So come on, we're doing it anyway, okay? I am comfortable in silence. I am blessed and highly favored. I enjoy, love, and cherish the time that I have being on my own. I love and accept myself. I am patient with myself. 
I love who I am. Loneliness will always pass. There is nothing wrong with me. Okay. That's it for now, y'all. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I genuinely appreciate every single person that comes and watches. Like, I I really appreciate you guys. Um, It would be really great to leave a review, um, a rating um, on Spotify. That'd be nice. I have four people that have rated me with five stars so far. So that makes me so happy. <laughs> but you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. I'm sending you love. Mwah.